Welcome to Tuesday's edition of Transformation Radio. When there's nowhere else to turn, all your bridges have been burned. Feels like you've hit rock bottom. Don't give up, it's not the end. Open up your heart again when you feel like no one understands where you are. from the book of Titus, chapter 2, verses 1 through 15. And as we read here today, notice the emphasis on wholesome teaching in Paul's instructions to Titus. This is the content of our faith. But how can you recognize wholesome teaching? Well, when a teaching is sound, it combines correct knowledge and understanding with consistent practice. It must be found in the Bible, keep Jesus Christ central, result in consistently good behavior and actions, 
and promote spiritual health in ourselves and others. Believers must be grounded in the truths of the Bible so they won't be swayed by the powerful oratory of false teachers, the possible devastation of tragic circumstances, or the pull of emotions. Those responsible for preaching and teaching must challenge people to understand sound doctrine. Learn the Bible, study theology, apply biblical principles, and live what you learn. Well, having people of all ages in the church makes it strong, but it also brings potential for problems. Paul gave Titus counsel on how to help various groups of people. The older people should teach the younger by words and by example. This is how values are passed on from generation to generation. Does your church carry out this basic function? Self-control is an important aspect of living the Christian life. The Christian community then and now is made up of people from differing backgrounds and viewpoints, making conflict inevitable. We live in a pagan and often hostile world. To stay above reproach, believers need wisdom and discernment to be discreet and to master their wills, tongues, and passions so that Christ is not dishonored. So how's your self-control doing? Women who were new Christians were to learn how to have harmony in the homes by watching older women who had been Christians for some time. We have the same need today. Young wives and mothers should learn to live in a Christian manner, loving their husbands and caring for their children, through observing exemplary women of God. If you are of an age or in a position where people look up to you, make sure that your example is motivating younger believers to live in a way that honors God. Now this advice that we'll find here in verse 6, given to young men, was very important. In ancient Greek society... The role of the husband-father was not viewed as a nurturing role, but merely as a functional one. Many young men today have been raised in families where fathers have neglected their responsibilities to their wives and children. Husbands and fathers, who are good examples of Christian living, are important role models for young men who need to see how it's done. Well, Paul urges Titus to be a good example to those around him so that others might see Titus's good deeds and imitate him. Paul's life would give his words greater impact. If you want someone to act a certain way, be sure that you live that way yourself around them. And when they see you with others, then you'll earn the right to be heard, and your life will reinforce what you teach. And now let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. October 27th. The New Testament, Titus chapter 2, verses 1 through 15. As for you, Titus, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands. Then they will not bring shame on the word of God. In the same way, encourage the young men to live wisely, and you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. 
teach the truth so that your teaching can't be criticized. Then those who oppose us will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about us. Slaves must always obey their masters and do their best to please them. They must not talk back or steal, but must show themselves to be entirely trustworthy and good. Then they will make the teaching about God our Savior attractive in every way. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God, while we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. He gave His life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us His very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. You must teach these things and encourage the believers to do them. You have the authority to correct them when necessary. So don't let anyone disregard what you say. Psalm 99, verses 1 through 9. Cherubim are mighty angels that comprise one of several ranks of angels. Everyone should praise God's great and awesome name, because His name points to His divine nature, His personages, and His reputation. But the name of God is often used so carelessly in conversation. That we have all but lost sight of its holiness. How easy it is to treat God lightly in everyday life. If you claim Him as your Father, live worthy of the family name. Respect God's name and give Him praise by both your words and your life. God's holiness is terribly frightening for sinners, but a wonderful comfort for believers. God is morally perfect and is set apart from people in sin. He has no weaknesses or shortcomings. For sinners, this is frightening, because all their inadequacies and evils are exposed by the light of God's holiness. God cannot tolerate, ignore, or excuse sin. For believers, God's holiness gives comfort because, as we worship Him, we are lifted from the mire of sin. As we believe in Him and humble ourselves before Him, we are made holy. Psalm ninety-nine. Verses one through nine, the Lord is King. Let the nations tremble. He sits on his throne between the cherubim. Let the whole earth quake. The Lord sits in majesty in Jerusalem, exalted above all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Your name is holy, mighty King, lover of justice. You have established fairness. You have acted with justice and righteousness throughout Israel. Exalt the Lord your God. Bow low before his feet, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel also called on his name. They cried to the Lord for help, and he answered them. He spoke to Israel from the pillar of cloud, and they followed the laws and decrees he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but you punished them when they went wrong. Exalt the Lord our God. And worship at His holy mountain in Jerusalem, for the Lord our God is holy. Proverbs chapter twenty-six, verse seventeen: Interfering in someone else's argument is as foolish as yanking a dog's ears.
Well, late one night she started to cry and thought he ain't coming home. She was tired of the lies, tired of the fight, but she didn't want to see him go. She fell on her knees and said, I haven't prayed since I was young. But Lord above, I need a miracle.
drowning in your sea of forgetfulness. The chains of yesterday surround me. I yearn for peace and rest. I don't want to end up where you found me. And it echoes in my mind, keeps me awake tonight. I know you've cast my sin as far as the east is from the west. And I stand before you now as, as though I've never sinned. Today I feel like I'm just one mistake away from you leaving me this way. Jesus, can you show me just how far the east is from the west? Cause I can't bear to see the man I've been rising up in me again in the arms of your mercy I find rest. Just how far the east is from the west From one scarred hand to the other I start the day the war begins Endless reminding of my sin Time and time again your truth is drowned out by the storm I'm in Today I feel like I'm just one mistake away From you leaving me this way Jesus, can you show me just how far the east is from the west Cause I can't bear to see the man I've been Rising up in me again In the arms of your mercy I find rest Cause you know just how far the east is from the west One's got hand to the other I know you've washed me white 
Hey, it's Dustin Holbrook. Uh, just wanted to give you a little bit of information on what the refuge has done for me so far in these 30 days. Uh, well, when I came in, I was I was really down and out. I was broken. Uh, I was into drugs real, real bad, and I was headed for disaster. And uh, the refuge has just been such a blessing. Uh, it's a place where you can just get away, you know, and and just get close to to the Lord and and, and do the right thing and, and and start on your on your journey in life the right way instead of doing things that that was always you know bringing us down and and just wasn't the right way. Um, and today I'm just I'm just happy at where I'm at. I feel a lot better. Um, I like to give a shout out to a few guys. Uh, Aaron, keep your head up, bro. I love you and. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing, and I'll be waiting for you. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out, shout out to Jake, Mark, and whoever else I didn't mention. Oh yeah, Granin. Uh, I'll be I'll be waiting for you guys. Keep your head up.
drifting, I had nowhere to go. I was hanging by threads of dust and bone. Every angel I knew was singing, Son, come home. But the melody was hard to sing along. Oh, God, you're my deliverer. I will cast my 
Transformation Radio.